0: what's up y'all today we got uh jerome hardaway uh software engineer uh at microsoft and also founder of veterans or vets who code yeah it was a pleasure speaking there to jerome and uh we talk about martial arts we talk about anime uh that may have been in the recorded segment. I think it was. Uh, you guys will learn this one. Okay, I think a cool place to get started is like your background, um, sort of you know what you did before um, founding your organization, Betsu Code, and particularly like how you got interested in like programming and computer science. I think that'd be that'd be super fun to hear. Cool.
1: So um, I was uh, security forces in the United States Air Force. Uh, That's my first big boy job. <laughs> yeah. So I would, I was in the Air Force uh, and uh, security forces went to a couple of places, like a couple countries. Some good, some not so good. And, and I ended up uh, leaving the military at the height of uh, the Great Recession. So I was coming out thinking I was going to get the opportunity to get these type of roles that, you know, kind of coincided with my skill set, you know, Air Marshal, Secret Service, this type of stuff. And what happened was there were no jobs around. And the only things I was going to get was like either like a security guard at Home Depot or go back overseas in private military. And I was like, I don't want to become a private military contractor because uh, that sounds horrible and you know makes me like a crappy person by default and I don't want to get paid $10 an hour so what do I do I was trying to figure out what my next move was and like I just saw this commercial for um about coding at some like for-profit college that is now defunct. but these people were talking about stuff and I was like what are they talking about and one thing they brought up was like SQL, SQL SQL, whichever way you say it, I don't wanna get beat up. Um, you know, whatever version of that that you identify with, that's the version that we I said. I went to Barnes and Nobles, picked up a book about it, started playing around with it on my computer. Uh, about a year later. Um, funny story. And a year later, Department of Home Security picked me up to be a data analyst. And prior to that, a year before, I had applied a Department of Homeland Security and they said, thank you for your service, but you have no skills here. I mean, we ha- we don't have any use for your skills. So it's kind of crazy for me to like to have these skills and in you know, the same place that didn't hire me for the skills I got in the military, hired me for the skills I acquired after the military. And, you know, the military was a plus or add a minimum of sorts to it. So, you know, a couple of years working uh, here and there, doing, uh, doing tech jobs I've done. Uh, coding with digital marketing, coding um, with our home security. I was just thinking, you know, thanks to uh, like a situation where I had to help a family uh, that needed like some real support back home, and I was used I used my skills to raise uh, ten thousand dollars in twenty seven hours um, for them. It's like, well, coding kind of changed and saved my life, so uh, I should probably. You know, see if it could help change other people's lives. Like, that's how I look at it. I look at it like, you know, programming, you know, changed the entire landscape for me. It gave me, you know, it's, it's my Captain America shield. It, you know, uh, saved, like, it gave me rocket boosters of sorts, right? So, you know, that's when the idea of, you know, Vetsu code came about, right? So, we were, I was like, how do I, what's well, the biggest problem that I'm trying to solve? And as a veteran, veterans usually go between 50 miles from their home um, to hometown or they don't move more than 50 miles from their last duty station. Usually both are in crappy areas. They're not in the San Francisco's, the New York's, the Atlanta's, the San Diego's, the Redmond's, uh, the Austin's of the world. So how do and those tech ecosystems are usually three to five years behind especially right. this, during this time frame right in 2015, 2014. Uh, right. So my goal was to go to the coast, learn from the best talent that's there, and then remotely be able to transfer that to other veterans. So my veterans would have leaps and bounds you know, better than their local talent because they were getting that really hard work. But I was also like, okay, what is the thing that boot camps are missing? that I don't want to have a part of that's like oh boot camp spent a lot of energy and frankly a lot of your money making you feel like a programmer well me I don't care about you feeling like a programmer I care about you becoming a programmer and my first, and my three rules of a programmer is first you had to learn how to code then you had to learn how to code professionally then you had to learn how to code collaboratively right and that's what makes a programmer right you know not just you know, being able to do some variables and stuff. Uh, being able to, you know, write functional, uh, reliable, maintainable, readable code in a manner that won't make someone punch you in the face on Friday. Um, while also being able to not run over and, you know, like, accidentally delete prod when you're, you know, at, like, you know, merging stuff. Thinking you're merging stuff, right? So, um, that's what I, like, do with Vets of Code. I try to make it as... Lean as possible, as grown up as possible. When it comes to learning how to write code, I, you know, we have the curriculum, and we started off with doing like cohorts, but now we ha- it's a rolling application process. Um, our curriculum is literally we look and start from the outside and go in, where we look at what the market is telling us, and then we build and that in relation to that. And from going there, we start, um, you know, making them learn how to code with our stack. Um, so when I say that is like, all right, look at the market. First, we build a thing that is in relation to what the market is doing. So like, for instance, it comes to JavaScript, it's actually like, you know, a front end framework and TypeScript, right? So we use Next.js, APIs, TypeScript, and GitHub Actions for DevOps stuff, and in you know, a lot of other toolings for them. So that way they can learn that and be able to, um, Build on our website because they can build on our web app. We can, you know, that's like our stamp of approval. Like, yeah, you know, I trust this person because you know I trust on my own code, like you know my programming. So like that's been our practice. That's how and you know it, it's worked. We've done 300 veterans, and military spouses since 2014, and you know zero cost to the veteran. We don't ask for like GI Bill or Vet Tech, you know that stuff. um We just sit here. And we focus on our process, uh, especially now where we're doing a lot of one-on-one and mentorship with them as they go through our curriculum. And we have these project boards, these templates that once they put on their GitHub repos, they can move through in a Kanban format um, and solve those problems. And, you know, just like we do peer reviews and stuff, uh, they have to be signed off by their mentor. So it's pretty cool because they're learning how to move, work and communicate like a programmer immediately. And that's something that comes from our military FL, so train how you fight. So essentially train how you work, train how you're gonna work, right? So we use Combo, we use GitHub, they're making um, branches off the primary branches, they're merging things, they're getting uh, reviews, they're getting things kicked back, like that is the point, right? And that's how i um, i definitely want them to like keep moving because yeah you know, that's the more they do that the better they're going to be and we treat like I say i tell them that the best code is essentially the boxing gym like yeah. you're supposed to mess up here you're supposed to get knocked out here so you don't go on an interview and get knocked out there like ask questions don't be afraid to look stupid because this is the one place you're allowed to look stupid when it comes to this. I'd rather you look stupid in here than, you know, you look dumb out there. It's just like how, like, I don't know if your mom ever said this. My mom said I'd rather you mess up at home than mess up outside because it's a reflection of them. If I mess up, do something dumb outside. So All they'd right. rather me do it at home. So I was like, okay, that makes zero sense because, you know, you're gonna, I'm going to get in trouble either way, but I guess... <laughs> Because I get more in trouble, I get at home, but yeah, like that's how I like that's how we do things. And we've uh we've had some pretty cool awards, been highlighted in Wired, we've been uh Business Insider, we've been Verge, uh, we ended up meeting uh Barack Obama when he was in office, that was cool. I've been keynoting uh OzCon, been on a show that won an Emmy, done a bunch, like I said, it's just these almost past almost 10 years have been crazy yet you know i still you know come, come to work and try to do my best i actually yesterday from the course i did i believe on front end masters i had a person from pakistan hit me up and they wanted to meet with me and they were just like gushing that i was even responding to them the LinkedIn message and i was like yeah it's just i'm just a guy it's cool <laughs> like it's just LinkedIn messages like dude you know it's cool it's, it's not a big deal wow. but, you know that's why I try to I try to be the you know try to be the type of programmer I wish was around when I was coming up. like that's been that's like my total focus and mission I want to be you know being a hero is essentially being what you needed like when you were like going through it right so that's I, what I try to be
0: that's awesome All right, so the curriculum I think starts with like command line basics and then gets the JavaScript right. And then eventually they can actually contribute to the website, which is built. Okay, that's cool. So it's almost like like verifying them through a contribution to the product. Yes. There's effects like an open source product. And then yeah. that's that's really neat. And then you know for sure you can actually review the code, like, okay, I get this. Yeah,
1: that's the even on their personal projects, the whole point is to have them be able to move like programmers, to think like programmers, to actually go through those processes, right? And even from, you know, the very beginning on having to write, I had to explain this on today, Uh, I'm making you write blogs because programming, working as a dev is writing intensive. I think they think that all they're going to do is write code. Like, no, you're going to do design docs, you're going to do all types of things. Uh, before you even write code, like there's going to be a lot of com- like you know conversations, not just going to be you know boop 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 boop. Um, <laughs> you're going to have to write some. You got to do some programming. I mean, do some writing. And even within what they do, it they get the peer review. We ask some questions based upon it. Uh, and it's been a great opportunity because even with AI coming out, we've been able to ask more questions, like just go deeper into learning, like which is uh, for me, I don't have a problem with them using AI. I have a problem with them like using AI and not knowing what that means. Yeah, it, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't make any sense for me to say, "Hey, you can't use a tool to use it work anyway." Right? So, yeah. Like I work here, like I'm at Microsoft and I am you know writing code and I I have the entire Copilot suite, so it is what it like. You know, you're gonna be using it in real life, so it's cool. That's cool. Uh,
0: Yeah, (laughs) that's cool. Yeah, no, you can like, I mean, code interpreter even can do a lot for you, you know? Yeah. You have to look at it and like make sure that it's like actually doing what you want because sometimes it doesn't. You're like, why did you like, you know, you can make it actually make an application and it's missing some key logic and you're like, how did this go through?
1: That's what we've been working on. And I used to like say, it's for me, it's fun because it's like putting my debt in the universe and making things um making things better because I'm being who I wish was out when I was in 2010 uh out coming out 2010 2011 uh helping me around so that's my goal
0: were you like nerdy like how did you get like how did you get into computer science like like, (laughs) you know what I mean because it's like yeah it's weird right I get it like gunning training you know what I mean like that's one personality type and then like No,
1: it's not like it's all science. I think people don't really think about it. Like combat is like true combat is science, right? It's not like I've been in boxing. I've been Muay Thai. I've been like Jitsu uh, military. Like it's all science. It's just science applied in different ways. Like I wanted to be a scientist when I was a kid. Parents put me in boxing instead of putting me in a like science class. But I still studied science because That's what, you know, really, uh, you know, attracted me, but you know, it's all science. There's a knowledge transfer on every level It's all in the end, you're breaking down, um, something to a smaller part until you get to something digestible and then you're working your way back to something that's more complex, right? Yeah. So that's really how it is. And when I think of coding, particularly when I made the decision to use JavaScript instead of like Ruby or Python, it was like, okay. I need them to do something that's readily accessible, but is incredibly hard, like boxing. Like, people just see people use two hands. I'm like, you have to solve so many problems with just punches and footwork and head movement and trying to be defensive. What happens if you have a taller fighter? What if you have a shorter fighter? What happens if you have a puncher boxer? What happens if you have a brawler? Uh, right. What happens if you have a person that focuses on a Philly shell? There's so many questions that come up with that. And I'm like, that's what I need a language that does that. And that's why. I chose JavaScript because JavaScript is essentially like boxing when it comes to programming. It's it looks simple, is a really attachable to the web, right? Like you can get it in the light like in the browser, but it's a nightmare to learn, right? It's not like it's not friendly like Ruby. It doesn't love you. Like it's <laughs> yeah. it, it's like a feral cat that you're trying to make your friend, right? So that that is what made me like make that decision. Is that's what I was looking for.
0: That's cool.
1: Um, so that's how, you know, I'm always making decisions based upon all right, first training, first um, trying to break down problems like what are the problems i are trying to solve? What are the problems I'm seeing in the community? What are the problems I'm seeing from other codes, uh, coding programs? What are the weaknesses I'm seeing in our students? What are the weaknesses that I don't want to see in my students? Like, I don't want any troop of mine and not be familiar with uh, command line. I also don't, you know, for me, command line and Git, you have to know those two because those two are mandatory, like, yeah. skills. Like, there's nothing yes. truly you can do as a professional programmer in these days without understanding Git and command line. Like, you know, especially with the AWS, like, you can do the GUI, but it's going to take you a lot longer
0: time. Yes. And
1: people are going to, you know, you are going to get dinged in, like, interviews and stuff for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's how I've been training. I always look at it like, all right starting from a job that a job is complex let's break down what they need to the most basic thing and let's work back right so you know that's that's just pretty much how i've been doing it and it's just it helps and it worked right? so I'm very i'm very happy that it worked because we've been or that it works. so i've been doing it for 10 years so i figured out figure it out eventually uh, <laughs> but yeah i was a nerd but like yeah i was a i was a fight nerd right i still am being a nerd but like do you still train like, yeah i do still train my wife she thinks it's stupid like i like i'm almost 40 and i'm like you know what i want to get like in shape shape and go and you know do like a boxing boxing masters or something like. Yeah. because atlanta they do it every year and she's like you get paid to use your brain and you want people to swing it's the very thing that you use to make money already. That's stupid. You're always stupid. Get out of my face. And so yeah. we have this we had this conversation every year and she shoots it down and make me feel like, you know what, that's the dumbest thing you could think of yeah. every year. So
0: well, I get it. I mean, I I I love martial arts. I grew up doing Taekwondo and I've been training in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for like eight years. And um, I've dabbled in like Muay Thai and boxing. And I feel like my, like, I actually, I like striking, but I mean, honestly, what I didn't like about it is like when you're sparring, you're leaving the gym, like concussed uh, potentially. Yeah. But so you like, have to like, go to
1: safer gyms. Like I don't, like you have to go to like those Dutch Muay Thai gyms that don't, you can't spar like past 50% and things like that. There's you, you have to have somebody that knows what they yeah.
0: know. It's true, but it's like, it's like crazy. Like you, it's hard to figure out like in a, in a gym, at least it was for me, like who, who's just gonna, like, if you touch somebody and then they start swinging 80%, like that first swing, you're like, Oh, hold on. It's like, slow down. But some people are like, Oh, okay. My bad. I didn't know I was like putting that much on it, and they still anybody do.
1: that has a fight coming up, stay <laughs> <late>. Yeah, <laughs> anybody that had a fight that they lost in the last six weeks, to stay like Last, that's you know, game. Like, do you have a fight coming up? Do you have a fight? Yeah. Just get over. Okay, so I'm not gonna fight you, and I'm not gonna fight you. I'm going yeah. like, who here
0: is just who's here is like accountant is just here for fun. Yes. Who's, got, who's got a normal day job and is a professional? Yes. Totally. Okay. So do you like, this is, I mean, this is a different threat, but like, do you like grappling more or striking more?
1: In my old age, I do. I am starting to like grappling more, but yeah. when I first started, I was more of a striker just with grappling. It's a different type of cardio, different type of mindset. Yep. So it's super, you know, it's super cool. And, you know, the breath-controlling grappling is so yeah. different from striking. So it's like that's a you know, puzzle in itself. That's how programming is, right? Like you don't even think about things like that as a normal person. Like how you breathe as a normal person versus how do you breathe when you're boxing versus how do you breathe when you're grappling. Most of that makes no sense. But well, that's the same when it comes to like programming. Like, all right, do I use this pattern? Do I use this? Do I use like maybe there is a API somewhere that can't see um um uh, where I can like just use that in lieu of building my own thing. Maybe there's a third party service I can just bring in, right? There's that that's what we do. So yeah. like that's what I like to, you know, liken it to like it's just, you know, it's all the same. Yeah. Once you find like if you're good at one thing, you gotta potentially be good at another thing. You just have to break it down.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. One one thing that I've started thinking about is like Nervous system activation, like at work and and even in the gym, it's like I used to you know drink like four coffees and like be really activated, and then you're like your focus is like so narrow, and you're not able to think creatively or laterally. And now, like even when training, it's like if my heart rate gets above a certain BPM, like you can feel it, or even at work if you're like getting too like even like too heavy on like a particular solution or a particular approach it's like okay like let's pull back got a
1: bug you can't fix you have to stay calm like
0: yeah stay calm put on some classical music take a walk come back like just kind of detach a little bit right yeah. yeah
1: like like you know i learned that in the gym right like you have to learn and and you know military you have to learn that you know calming down is half the battle being able to think critically under pressure is yes. a skill within itself right yes. like you know you have to learn hey don't you a wing your firearm hey don't run when you hear explosions hey all right this is how we're going to enter a building and we're going to secure it and yes there might be bad people in here or yeah there's definitely bad people in here but you have to be able to still think critically in a situation. And most importantly, don't accidentally shoot me. So right. <laughs> like that is what you're thinking. That's what you're doing. Like, most of all, rule number one, don't accidentally shoot me. Rule number two, right. stay calm. <laughs> um, you know, that is the same process. Like, you have to, all right, there's a bug that's irritating you. The more irritated you get, the more you're going to get narrow. And the focus is the less creative you're going to be. You're not going to see the forest for the trees. So you gotta step back, calm, like readjust yourself and then like dive back in with a different set of uh, uh thinking, right? yeah Same in of uh, firefight, same with boxing, same with Muay Thai. Now even in jiu-jitsu, you have to like reset and then go for a different way, right? You know, if you guys are one of those like 10th planet, you know, leg lock uh rubber guard people, you have to think, okay, how do I stuff these Attacks and like keep him from my like grabbing my legs and
0: stuff. Oh, yeah. so, uh, well, like,
1: yeah. you know, it's all, you know, it's all just, it's all the same. Like, that's how I do it. It's all the same.
0: Yeah. That's okay. This is kind of elite, but what's your favorite anime? I suspect.
1: Ah, uh, my favorite anime, right? You know what? Food Wars. Food Wars is my favorite anime of all die. Okay. Food, I... Food Wars is like, I thought it was going to be lame, but. I watched like two episodes of it, and my wife and I—we were just on the bed. Like I was like, I should start taking notes on this. Like, (laughs) like yo, these people can cook. Like it's wild. Um, I also like there's one where there's like a kid who's training really hard to beat up his dad, and his dad's like in a prison for fun. Baki, Baki, I like Baki because like it's. You know with the shadow sparring and visualization and stuff i'm like oh i like that they're like it's kind of cool but you know it's also very violent like it's one of those animes and i'm like uh, i don't know if my kids should watch this like like i'm gonna watch it but you can't watch this like yeah and they're like that's that's trash dad and i'm like <laughs> you are correct you're right so <laughs> i'm 100 percent agreement with that still <laughs>
0: That's cool. Baki's a good yeah. one. I haven't seen wars. So I'm gonna check that out this weekend. Um, yeah, is like classic and Every time I watch it, I get like motivated to go train or like yeah I don't know, work. I'm like, okay, I'm zoned in now. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. My favorite right now is One Piece. I've been it's like a super long one. that. On
1: I know we are having a full argument like right now. I'm with my wife are in the middle of the like should we start One Piece <laughs> because she's like. I don't have it in me, just do One Piece because how long it is. I'm like, but if it's that long, we ha- we know what we're going to watch. We should, like, I mean, we've done, we, we've watched Supernatural from getting in twice. <laughs> we can watch, like, One Piece once. We can get through One Piece. Like, Supernatural is long. It's like 16 seasons. So I'm like, that, we've done 32 seasons of this practically. Like, we could do One Piece. We can do it. And she's like, no, I don't think we can. I don't have it in me.
0: <laughs> i have learned so many leadership lessons from one piece I <laughs> say. it's so good i mean they're like pirates they're building like an org they're sailing the seas it's fun and it's like it's kid friendly because there's not you know,
1: the, you know violence and like dude has rubber arms like not blood shit but like his arms yeah. stretch so like yeah. it's
0: goofy it's, it's violence but it's goofy violence it's like exactly, exactly. Looney Tunes violence. It's Looney Tunes violence. totally. as the series progresses, like things get a little bit more serious, but like it's still very silly anime. That's like fun, but there's like some definitely like, you know, like I'm the type of person I can watch like Lord of the Rings and like tear up. So like there are some moving moments in one piece that are like, oh, like that's moving. You know what I mean?
1: Oh okay, I'll see. Like, See, that's the thing. I don't like I'm like, you know what? I'm a gangster. I'm I can't be out here crying. Uh <laughs> like I I was telling my wife, um, and my kids, like, uh I had never finished. Like I watched um Up when it first came out. That's a help the, the first like fifteen minutes, I was done. I had a walk out. I was like, I'm not watching that. Like oh. And I didn't watch it until we had like a one year old. I was like, I'm not, I was like,
0: I can't finish it. There's some movies like that where I'll just be like tearing up and I'm like, whoa, what's wrong with me? I need to get like my testosterone levels checked or something. More
1: importantly, what's wrong with Disney? Why do they keep killing loved ones in the first half hour? (laughs) It's supposed to be kid shows, but they always murder someone in the first like, 40 minutes of the show. like Mufasa, Dude's wife. I'm like, come on, bro, like I don't need to go through this.
0: Yes, Lion Kick. What a what a like tragic but inspiring story. I actually I need to watch that again. At- it was
1: traumatizing when you're yeah. a kid. Like, oh my goodness, the uncle just usurped and had the dad killed. Like, oh my like. What Dude. lessons are we teaching? <laughs> I don't know what lessons they were trying to teach me in 1993, but it's wild.
0: <laughs> Watch out for your uncle, like what? Is-
1: <laughs> yeah, don't trust your uncle around your dad. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, so vets. I feel like vets in general have a lot of leadership training, like like good stress oriented resolve. Like good psychological discipline and like would make awesome business leaders and business owners. Have you thought about like including as a part of your curriculum like other disciplines that maybe could move people into like an entrepreneurship realm?
1: Uh, of course, we've been thinking uh, about that. We've been looking at pro- uh, product management, program management. We actually have a contracting like channel. So we teach them how to do, uh, like, how to do certain things, like how to do contracts seven times, you got to pay your taxes, right. things like that, right? You know, oh, you got to pay the government every quarter. Are they coming for you? Like, yeah. no, nah, you don't want that. <laughs> so I uh, think, you know, we're always looking, especially right now, we're trying to expand. Like, we used to be able to handle um, small numbers, but our goal is within, uh, by 2027, to be able, to support upwards of twenty five hundred like veterans and military spouses a year, because that's like one to two percent of people who exit the military, and especially right now when more people are exiting than entering, we're looking at you know these roles like how how do we support this community? How do we support this culture? Right, and you know at times like this, like when you're more senior or also like I'm very. I view myself very lucky because I am not only more senior in my career, I'm pretty close to things that make revenue, like, you know, AI, DevOps, data engineering, like that's what, I, that's what I do. So I understand that not everybody's like that. And I'm trying to make sure like, how do I make these people uh, bulletproof when it comes to the job industry? Like, uh, from every level I go from the, like, what's the most, um, Basic level, the resume. How do I ensure that everyone knows how to make a AT, uh, a resume that will pass ATSs? Right? Um, how will I know how to ensure like how they use LinkedIn and how they flesh out their LinkedIn profile and how they can utilize the certifications from LinkedIn Learning to bump their LinkedIn profile up higher on people's skills that are going for jobs? I'm like, all right, how do I teach them how to network? How do I teach them how to build relationships? How do I teach them how to turn a person network? From a person who you network with to a mentor to someone sponsoring you at jobs, like and advocating for you. How do I teach that, right? Like, how do I teach you how to speak at an interview? How do I teach you how to showcase how you think? How do I teach you how to make projects or write things or you know build like vlogs, whatever you, your, is your passion, to show that you know sells you for you, right? I have to help you make that. Self marketing pipeline because a lot of people they don't even think about that like you know you have to build things not just to showcase that you can code but can but convince people to um, take a look at you even when you're not thinking about them or building with them right so it was a. You know, I'm always, I'm always teaching that. And I mean, even with their portfolios, I'm, you know, fussing at them. I'm like, hey, you don't have a contact form. Like, why on earth do you have a contact form? I'm like, this is what's going to happen. You have an email right here, and you're going to expect someone to copy your email, and their kid is going to come in and start making a ruckus, and they're going to see what their kid is, or are going come back the computer, they're not going to remember what they were thinking, and just lost interview opportunity. So no. that's why you did a contact form and put it right there on your uh, website so that way they can just enter it and move on with their day or you know will they come and say oh I've done this this and third and like, okay how many people do website how many times you share your website you don't know okay so do you not have uh, Google uh, you know do you not have any tracking on your website so you need to have you know the Google tracking on your website because we don't have any data to showcase where our problems are why is this not hitting why are they, why are you not hitting your goal? um we need that data before like how many people are passing you up right how many people are you know what's your bounce rate things like that like why is your bounce rate so high so you know these are the questions and things I'm always thinking of my veterans and like you know they don't think about that type of stuff them don't think about do they have um, google tracking on their portfolio or how or if my contact form is easier, easy enough to find so so someone can quickly get in contact with me or how do I, you know, do the interview process and make sure I'm showcasing how I think through my um, problems as I'm solving problems. They don't, you know, they don't think about that. That's my job to think about. So that's, you know, that's how I look at problems and I try to solve them for them.
0: That's awesome. I mean, yeah, it's incredible what your organization's doing and, um, you know, i think uh people in the community uh will be super stoked to to hear this and hey, where can people find you on the interwebs i'm mostly
1: on linkedin these days uh jerome hardaway i'm also on twitter though uh jerome hardaway i'm jerome hardaway away github linkedin twitter Sick. uh those are the places i'm i'm at the most so
0: but Sick. that that's who i am awesome well thanks for your time jerome really appreciate you man All right. Thank you.
1: You're listening to the Founder to Founder podcast powered by Gun.io's Frontier Network. We release a new episode every Thursday morning, so be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you stream your music. Please leave us a review and share with your friends. You can follow us online at the Frontier Pod or drop us a line at team at gun.io to get in touch about hiring world-class tech talent.